success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. We have an amazing guest for you in the studio today. We have Samantha Schultz. She's the owner and lead travel planner at Plan Your Perfect Vacation, Inc., where she's an expert in travel organization and planning. She works with clients that are overwhelmed, exhausted, or frustrated with the travel planning process. She alleviates their stress and saves them time by using her connections and travel expertise from traveling to over 60 countries and counting. She prioritizes plans and creates life-enriching international experiences with a VIP level of service. Samantha is strengthened by an incredible team of three associates who live across the U.S. where they leverage their expertise to deliver the extra level of care and support to international travelers around the world. Welcome, Samantha. It's so great to have you here on the She's Invincible podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Well, let's just jump in. I mean, oh, I like, you know, these are taglines here, you know, working with clients that are overwhelmed, exhausted, and frustrated. Like if those are not the 2020 buzzwords, I don't even know what else to say. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, if we're not frustrated be- with planning travel, we're frustrated because we didn't travel. And oh my gosh. So we are here to talk about all the things today. And so, so excited. Let's do that. Let's tell our listeners, how did you get where you are today? Like, I'm sure you weren't five saying, I'm going to run a travel business. Uh, So how did you get there? And what makes you invincible? Sure. Um, Yeah, definitely never knew that I was actually going to be able to make travel a thing where I would have a business and make money. But um, it was a dream that I had, um, I would say, when I got into my corporate career. So but prior to that, I actually started, um, took my first international trip in 2002. This is while I was in my undergrad um, studies. And from that point on, I was hooked on travel, which I know happens to a lot of people. They take that first trip and then they're all they're thinking about is where are they going to go next? And had, you know, a lot of opportunity to travel while I was in school. Um, you know, but as I got into my career and, you know, got into a corporate career, I found that I had less and less opportunity to take time off and to go see the world. And while I was in that career, it was, it was great. I learned a lot. Um, all I kept thinking about was how can I, how can I see the world, but make money, have my own business and make this happen. And so started doing a lot of research and 
knew what I needed to do after doing that research, but really like a lot of entrepreneurs just didn't have the confidence to leave that full-time job and go out on my own. And it wasn't until um, 2016 when actually um, I had to relocate for my husband's job. And I thought, well, I'll find a new job, you know, I'll find a new company to work for. And he said, nope. He's like, you are starting your business. You're starting your travel agency. You've been wanting to do this forever and you know what to do. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll just do it on the side. And he said, no, he's like, just jump right in and do all of it. So I had his, his backing, his confidence that gave me, you know, confidence that he knew I could do it. And, um, 2016, that was when my agency was born. And here I am almost four and a half years later. And, um, I'm so thankful that I did take the leap into getting into it. Um, you know, during that time when I was in my corporate career, what really spurred my thought that I could make money doing this is that I actually did reach out to a travel agent and it was to plan a trip that I didn't feel confident in planning on my own. It was actually to um, New Zealand, Australia, and Fiji. So pretty big trip. And the one thing that was a little lacking when I was working with her is she really didn't get to know us and you know what we were like, how we wanted to travel. And while the trip was good, I, it, I noticed afterwards, I kind of reflected on it and thought, you know, if there are some things that maybe could have been a little better if she spent the time developing that relationship. So when I opened up my travel agency, I thought, you know what, I want it to be relationship focused. I want to get to know my clients. I want to know what's their motivation and their goals of a trip and really tailor everything to them. And so I knew other people, if that was what I was seeking, other people probably were wanting the same thing and wanted someone to do it for them. So that was, that was how the agency um, was born. And I think, you know, what has made me invincible, um, you know, through my entire career, both, you know, before having my agency and even while I had it is um, I've always um, been fascinated. Uh, and I learned a long time ago when I was in school about this term called Kaizen. It's actually a Japanese term and it means change for the better. And it's all about an continuous improvement. And I've always been what, you know, throughout my entire career, how can I get better? How can I improve? And I'm, I'm a big, big into personal development. And um, that was, it's something that has just been woven into everything I do. And so, you know what, I knew when I started my agency that it was from day one, it was only going to improve from there. And even with the challenges of this year, I see all of the improvements that we've been able to make to make sure that, you know, now that travels change, that people are going to be taken care of. And so I always um, think back to that term and it's always, how can we get better for who we serve? Oh my gosh. And that is so amazing. And you've kind of set out already doing that, but like this just took it to another level, I think. And I love that. So let's talk about travel. Okay. Um, just, yeah. you know, because you mentioned like, how has travel changed? How is travel changing in 2021? What can we expect? You know, what is safe? Right. And so I know you just went on a trip last month and I just went on a, a really long trip, which is the funniest <laughs> story ever. And so let's talk about that. Like, where did you go and what did you find? Not well, maybe both as, as the consumer, right? Because mm -hmm. you went on a, a trip as, and also as the business that yeah. you, the way that you can help your clients. 
Absolutely. Well, the trip really came out of the fact, you know, we, all of us haven't been traveling this year, everything was canceled. And, you know, there are some destinations that have started to open back up, you know, have some different protocols to get in. And, you know, I have a, an e-newsletter and I had some, you know, some clients and some readers reach out and this was, you know, back in you know, August, September timeframe. And they were like, you know what, we haven't seen you go anywhere. And it was interesting to think that people are really looking to see, is it safe or what is it going to be like? How is it going to be different? And I thought, you know what, I should go somewhere and document and really experience what travel is now like. And even though things are changing, sometimes almost on a daily basis, we can all learn and see that we're just going to have to be a little flexible with what's going on and, and just see how differently it has changed. So at that point, I decided, okay, a lot of people have been asking about going to Mexico because their requirements for entry are the least restrictive. So decided, let's go ahead and start there. And so went to Mexico stayed at three different properties, but also toured some additional properties um, while I'm there. Usually most of my travel does involve that. And, you know, I documented and I'll actually, I'll probably have it up on a blog post soon, but had it in my recent newsletter, but all about the safety protocols, the sanitation processes that these properties and, you know, the, the, the airlines are going through and was really able to hopefully paint a picture for my readers on that. And it, it really is true. I've had clients that have been traveling there that they're saying they feel safer going to some other places than they are at home. Um, you know, one of the biggest things that I saw and was really impressed with um, going to all these properties in Mexico is that when you arrive on a property, they're taking everyone's temperature, they're sanitizing all of your luggage. You actually have to walk um, over like sanitation materials. So your shoes are being sanitized. Some of them even have like an archway where you get sanitized as you go in and out of the property. So they're taking a lot of additional steps to ensure the safety of travelers. And those are some things that, I mean, I haven't seen around where I live and, you know, I've talked to other people and they're not seeing as well. So I think, you know, the world in these countries, they really want to see all of us back and they're trying to make it as safe as possible. But as far as, you know, what I'm seeing for travel is it's still a very it's a personal decision. And, you know, you, I would never say you must travel or you shouldn't travel. I think that everyone has to feel comfortable. And if they don't feel comfortable, they're not going to have a good time. And you know what, and for some people, they might feel more comfort as the months go on into 2021. I know some people have said they'll feel more comfortable traveling once the vaccine is out. And so again, I think it's just more I'm happy to see people talking about it again. They're getting excited again. And then hopefully when they're ready, they'll be, they'll be wanting to see um, all the places they haven't gone, but at least now from documenting all these things going on, they're able to see, you know what, it's still going to be a great time. It's still going to be a little different than it was before, but we can still see the world and there there's ways to do it. I love it. And so what part of Mexico did you visit? So flew into Cancun and spent majority of my time in the Cancun, also Riviera Maya area. So again, was moving around a little bit, but, um, you know, ha again, had a, 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 what I feel a very seamless experience. Um, I didn't at any time feel that I was unsafe. Um, and, you know, even, you know, I talk about the properties. I mean, I set up, you know, my own transfers from the airport, you know, and, and around and, you know, just the, you know, sanitizer. And, you know, again, they sanitize our bags and they're making sure, you know, everyone's wearing, you know, their masks and they just, they're really thinking through every step of the way. Um, and, you know, and even getting into Mexico, there are lists of approved 
you know, transportation companies and taxis and ones that they know and can confidently say they are following the government protocols. So you know that if you're booking with them that you're going to get that safe experience. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. And I, you know, I mentioned to you that we went to Aruba and I would love to share that uh, with our listeners a little bit about just uh, some of the things that you're saying. And so we, we love Aruba. Uh, This was our third trip. And so we were, we booked it early on in the year and then not knowing all the way up to, you know, a few weeks before we left. And so, but I was like, you know what, they're, they were posting their uh, cases of COVID and they only had like 80 cases on the whole Island. Mm -hmm. And, and like, like 75 of them were people who lived there and the other five were like travelers. So mm-hmm. it was so much safer than even probably my own neighborhood, let alone, you know, the town that I live in. And so I really felt like I was going to be safer there than mm-hmm. I was here. Like even just to go grocery shopping or go to the post office. And so we really needed a vacation. And so we went, so we just, we went through with our plans. We had planned to go for two weeks. It was amazing. It was everything you said. First of all, in order to go to Aruba, you had to have a 72 hour COVID test. So every person that got on that plane, it was a one way or nonstop flight. So every person that got on the plane that was going has already had a 72 hour COVID test. So we're pretty sure like there's nobody really on the plane that has it. Um, and then when we got there, it was the same thing. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. They took your temperature different places um they they had like rules in place like you couldn't go to the grocery store unless both of you had a cart like no one could go into the grocery store without a cart and i was trying to tell the guy like but we're together like we don't need two carts and they're like it's the law and so yeah and they had like a sanitizing station where they sanitize your carts. And then you had to put your hands in and use this foot pedal and it would spray sanitizer on the tops and bottoms of your hands. So like everyone that that went into the store and that was like their six foot rule was if you have a cart between you, you're not going to get too close to each other and you can't really navigate and like run into each other. Like, you know how we sometimes do at the store. Isn't that interesting? It really was, but it worked. It really worked. And so, and they had guards at the door. And so you just, you weren't getting in unless you had your own cart. So it was just a joke. Like you, one of us would push around an empty cart, but whatever, <laughs> like whatever you have to do. But uh, what I found was, you know, of course it wasn't as crowded as it usually is, but that was the blessing. Like we got into, we got to go to all the restaurants without having to make reservations weeks or months in advance. We got to go when we wanted to go, you know, there wasn't a million people. So we felt really safe and we were able to be socially distant and every public place that we went to like restaurant kind of place had contact tracing. So they had a paper on the table and they wouldn't even serve you until you wrote like who you are, how to reach you and where you're staying while you're in, in the, you know, the eye on the Island. And so that was really, really amazing. And I thought, well, you know, the good news is if someone were to come up and have it, we would find out about that and we would know to be cautious and get checked. So that was kind of part of it. And then another thing we did that we hadn't done on any of the trips was we booked a sunset sale and it was so, it was so fun. But what happened was because there was a lot of people, there was only us and another couple and the other couple showed up a little too intoxicated to take the trip. So my husband and I had a sunset sale by ourselves. It was a private sale with like 
open bar and all the appetizers and it was amazing. And so like, so those were like some of the blessings, but we had such a great time and felt like so relaxed that we didn't want to leave. And so of course, because of COVID and because he works from home and, and I can work anywhere, uh, we decided to stay. And I get, I mean, it's so it. funny. I was like, I don't want to leave. And he was like, neither do I. And so we were like, let's stay. And again, because of COVID, the airlines don't charge you to change your ticket. Mm -hmm. It would have cost us $200 each. But because of COVID, and this is the blessing, it was free. So as long as there wasn't a change in fare, we were able to change the ticket. And we ended up getting a timeshare for the most ridiculous price that like $400 for a whole week with an ocean view because of COVID. Everyone was just trying to fill the places. So right. they, so the prices were better than ever. So I just want to say to people, like, I know it's scary, but it's scary here too. And I, it was amazing. Like we really didn't want to leave so much so that we extended it another week. We called the airlines <laughs> again and we said, we still don't want to go home. And they said, well, you can stay. And we got another timeshare again for $400. So you guys, like if, you know, if you want to travel on a dime, now's the time, like all the big hotels and resorts are wanting to bring you in and they are making it safe for you. And so just amazing, but that's, that's really what right. we experienced. And then yeah. we came home, we had two, two COVID tests after we got home, totally clear. So, and so we did it. And so now we're going back next month. So. I absolutely love it. I love it's, it. And it's incredible. I mean, it is incredible like that just to hear and to see how happy and excited you are. And I think that's a big missing thing for a lot of people is that excitement and that happiness that comes from travel. I'm telling you, it is the truth. And so I want to encourage our listeners to call Samantha, <laughs> call her and let her book your next trip to wherever, because these other countries are making it safer than what we actually are, are seeing here. And the people are following the rules there. You know, there's something to be said for that. But just on a side note, and I'm not a doctor and I don't know how true this is, but they say if you have low vitamin D, then you are more likely to catch COVID. So the only way I know to really boost your vitamin D is to get in the sun. So get on a plane and go to one of those sunny locations. Right. My vitamin D has never been higher. <laughs> like I am on this mission. I will raise the vitamin D. I, I know that's it. why you're, that's why you're glowing. That's why uh, you're glowing. I know I have this suntan. I have like, you know, suntan lines and everything. And it was amazing. And I never relaxed so much in my life. And we did podcast interviews from Aruba. We mm -hmm. weren't even ready. Like I didn't have my equipment. I wasn't planning for it, but you know what? You can figure it out and they want you to come. So, yeah. And you know what? It's actually interesting. I mean, whether it's a, just a true vacation or for other people that have the flexibility you have, there are so many destinations that are actually putting together special pricing just for people that want to work and vacation somewhere else. I mean, and they're doing things like, I mean, you can bring the family, the kids can do school from there. So, you know, seeing that a lot of schools haven't even been opening back up, you know, that's something to think about for 2021. If you need that change of scenery, take work and school on it, the vacation. Right. Uh, and yeah. And they're calling it workation. Yes. Right? And exactly. so Aruba has actually opened up to allow you to stay for yep. up to six months. Yeah. So, yeah. Which is, is amazing. It so, is. Yeah. If, I love if, it. If you don't see me for a while. You know where I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what happened to me. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so fun. And I would love to talk a little bit more about like you and your, your journey, how you built your business. Like some of the things I know you have a three pillar approach that you work with. And so let's talk a little bit about that today. Yeah, absolutely. So the three pillar approach, it's actually interesting because I, when I started my business, and I think this is something that at anytime someone wants to start a business, you get excited and you want to just jump right in. So you want to just like start talking to people or you're booking travel or what, you know, selling your product, whatever it is. But I really, um, you know, had to kind of rein myself in when I first started and it was okay, really need to be strategic and planful. And this three pillar approach is something that I actually planned out before I even booked the first trip, you know, really did anything, got my name out. And it's something that I revisit on like a quarterly basis, because it, again, that continuous improvement, I use this three pillar approach. And what the three pillars are is content is king, surprise and delight, in flawless execution. And so what I do and what has is served me so well with reviewing this every quarter is I look at those three pillars at what am I doing under each one and then how can I improve or be better? So with content is king, you know, I mentioned I have an e-newsletter. Um, I try to write some blog posts. Um, I try and post on social media a lot. And I'm always trying to give great content, value, tips, information um, to my readers, to my clients. And so I'm always looking at, you know, what information are people seeking and how can I provide more of it to them? So that's kind of where content is king comes into play. Um, surprise and delight. So, you know, I think that everyone wants to be surprised and, and feel special. And, you know, even though going on a trip in itself is always fun and exciting, I always am looking for how can I make things just kind of up the notch a little bit for my clients. So whether they're getting a surprise of something, you know, on their trip or when they get home or, you know, maybe when I'm putting together a proposal for an itinerary and I suggest something that they didn't know that they could even do while they were in that destination. I'm always looking for how do I add value in that way? So how do I keep my clients surprised and delighted? And then flawless execution is all about the business. So how am I executing um, every touch point with a client, you know, everything from, you know, doing my research to, you know, reserving the trip, um, you know, flawless execution and how I stay educated. So through my travels, going to conferences, um, I attend webinars all the time. I talk with tours and boards. So so how am I making sure that my process and how I help clients stays flawless and how do I continually improve? Because, um, you know, travel's always changing. Obviously, this year was a huge year for change. And I have to make sure that I'm able to keep up and execute as best as I can. So those three pillars, again, have served me well. And it's just a great point, you know, even if you wanted to do it on a monthly basis or every six months, but to come back and say, what's, what is going well, what isn't, and how am I going to improve, you know, for, for moving forward? I love that. That's amazing. And I love that, you know, being in the business that you're in, you actually research by traveling. So you have to go, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't stay where you are. You have got <laughs> to pack that bag and get out of town. Yes. I love it. And, and you know what, I think, you know, and I know we had talked about this before is that people are watching you, like you are the expert right now and mm -hmm. they're the, the people are trusting you to go figure it all out and then bring it back to them and make it safe. Right. Yes. And, and make them feel good about it. And 
And I'm so glad that you're doing that because that is giving the world hope that, you know, when right. they see you do it and you're well and you didn't get sick and everything is good, uh, that, that gives us hope that travel will return uh, and, you know, go back to, it will never be normal, right? Whatever normal right. was. I think it's going to be better because all of these other destinations have had to work so hard to get people to come that I think that that might be a continual thing and travel might even be an even better experience uh, because everyone's trying to take it up a notch, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, they're like, if you could pick between this place or this place, they're they're going to work hard to get you to go there. So Definitely. I love that. Well, th- I, and you know, I love content as king. So yeah. <laughs> it, it is, right? It, it is. is. And it is the most important thing because, you know, you have a great thing out there. And unless you're connecting with the people, they have no idea what you offer. So love that. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so fun. Let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Yeah. So best place is to go to my website. Um, that's www.planyourperfectvacation.com. I know it's a little long, but planyourperfectvacation.com. From there, you can hook up with me on social media. You can sign up for my newsletter. Um, you can email me. You've got all the links there, but that's the best place to go. Yes. And all the links will be in the show notes. So if you're listening right now, just click on the show notes and you can go right to Samantha and see everything that she's doing and uh, all the links to her amazing photos and, and trips that she has that she can plan for you too. Well, this has been fun, fun, fun. I've really been looking forward to this just because of the whole travel topic and, you know, just giving, giving people hope because right now, uh, you know, a lot of people are in a lot of ways, right? That that they weren't prepared for. And um, so here's the thing, you know, women, they always compare themselves to other women. And you know this too, right? So like the Samantha that I'm having this conversation with today is not the one that was journeying six years ago or 10 years ago, right? You have become who you are because of the journey to where you are. And, you know, as successful business women, we are constantly facing obstacles, big and small, on a daily basis. And so what I promise our listeners is that we won't only bring someone amazing to share their tips and ideas and things that help them in their business, but also we're going to let them in behind the scenes. We're going to open open the curtain. We're going to show them behind the scenes. We're going to share with them because they can't relate to your success without seeing some of your struggle. They just Mm -hmm. think, oh, she's pretty. She's lucky. She's smart. She's, you know, it's always something. We are all telling ourselves a story. And so we're going to let them in right now. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Let's do it. So I'd love to share with them the good, the bad, and the ugly. And what we're going to do is start with the good. So do you have a story you could share with us about the good part of your journey? Yeah. You know what? Well, I think, um, you know, really the good part of my journey, you know, as I mentioned before, really is all about figuring out that confidence to just take the leap to, t- to start the journey. And, you know, I think um, what this entire journey has taught me is you really have to, you have to look at yourself, your situation, and be honest with yourself. And when I was in the corporate world, you know, I was successful. I, you know, was getting good reviews and, you know, I, but I wasn't being really true to myself and honest with myself with whether I was really happy. And I knew I wasn't. Um, 
for me, being in a in a, a big office did not suit me well. Most days I went into the office sometimes kind of cranky. I usually, you know, left not very happy. A lot of, sometimes a lot of tears on my drive home, but would always tell myself, well, but you're doing a great job and people love the work you're doing. So this is where you're, you must be meant to be. And I think it really, until I took the leap and I left and started my business and realized while being an entrepreneur is a lot of hard work um, and it's not easy. And, you know, you start out in this honeymoon phase and then reality happens. But, you know, I wasn't being true to myself because I'm, I'm happier through all of these challenges um, and, and being, you know, again, true, true to myself. Um, I think, you know, through entrepreneurship, I've been able to, you know, serve women, um, you know, just in, in families. And I mean, anyone that's traveling, I'm able to serve, you know, as far as other people that are looking to start businesses, they'll reach out and say, you know, kind of like this, how are you doing it through podcasts? Um, but I think that's been the, really the, the good part of it is I really, um, have increased my confidence and have said to myself, okay, I'm, I'm happy with the decision I made and now I'm being true to myself. And this is my, you know, this is where I'm meant to be. That's awesome. So I have a question for you about that because you had mentioned when you were talking a little bit about your journey, that your husband was the one who was like, oh no, you're not getting a job. You're yeah. going to start that business. So do you think that you would have started that business had he not done that? Or do you think that you would have just got a job if he hadn't done because like yeah. he threw himself over the line right right yeah so uh, tell me about that because I, I think sometimes our listeners are like in that place where they're like oh I really want to but I, my husband's not going to go for it or whatever so right how, yeah yeah I think no matter what I would have I think I was more um I was more thinking of how can I dip my toes in and I was going to just kind of dabble and do it on the side and he um, I'm much more, I can be more risk adverse than him. So he's like, let's just jump into the deep end kind of thing. So again, I'm the toe dipper. And so he, um, you know, he definitely pushed me, I think the better route because I mean, being in the travel industry, there are a lot of people that are successful doing it part-time. Um, I know that, and, and maybe it's just because the services I provide are so like, it's just very concierge level and it's, it's very high touch with my clients that I need to dedicate full time. Um, but I, I don't think without that additional push, I would have actually just said, okay, I'm going to cut the cord to the corporate world and, you know, move forward doing that. And I am very thankful that I did that, but I think that really shows why it's so important to have uh, some type of support. So whether it's a spouse or it's a best friend or someone that you've met in a networking group, having others that you can talk to and can say like, I, you may not see this in yourself, but I see it in you and I know you can do it. So even if you're doubting yourself, you've got to take that risk. And I think that's, you know, so important. And I think with entrepreneurs too, you know, one of the things looking back and I always share, you know, whether it's on podcasts or, you know, I talking to other people about starting a business is ask other entrepreneurs questions. Like I feel like overall, any, anyone else that has started a business is always so supportive. And if you're in a place where you're stuck or unsure, just reaching out, people are willing to support. Absolutely. I love that too. Thanks for that. Yeah. that. That's great. Okay. Well, we're going for bad. Tell us a little bit, tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. You know, um, the, it's, it's hard. Cause I mean, this, this was a, it's a bad part. Um, but it, 
it ultimately helped me out. I guess it turned into a good. Um, so when I initially, you know, started my agency, I said, I want everything to be, you know, customized. I want it to be relationship focused with my clients because it's all about, um, you know, getting to know them. How do they like to travel? What's the goal of their trip? What do they envision and matching them to the experiences um, and the destinations that are going to be right for them? And I always told myself, you know, like if someone wants to go somewhere because their best friend went or their next door neighbor went, you know, I have to tell them if it doesn't sound like it's a right fit because what's right for you may not be right for the next person. And um, early on, I had a, a client that was, you know, very adamant about like, I want to go here. And it was like, I've, you know, I've, I've heard great things, you know, we're kind of on a tight budget and I, you know, I know this client really well and I know what their tastes are like, their preferences are like, and I was like, you know, I, I know you've heard that it's, it's a good place to go, but I know you, and I think you're going to be really disappointed if you go. And they were like, no, no, I've heard great things. And I said, all right, well, you know, and, and again, I, I, I don't like to tell people what to do, but I can provide recommendations. And we got the client all set up, went on their vacation. And, you know, part of what I do with everyone is I always follow up after. I always want to know, you know, tell me, you know, feedback or, you know, things we want to do differently next time. Or what did you love about it? And, um, talk to the, to the, the wife and she's like, I hated it. And I just remember my, just having like this sinking feeling in my gut. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause the thing is, is, you know, travel, it, it can be expensive. I mean, it's no matter what, how much it costs, it's an investment. It's a time investment. It's a money investment. And we all have limited time and limited money and you want it to be perfect every time. And I remember in my gut, I was just so upset. And she was like, I'm not mad at you. She was like, you know, I hired you because you're the expert and I didn't take your expertise and I didn't take that into consideration. And and at that point, I realized, um, you know, the bad was, is I didn't stay true to my business model and to what I said, you know, set, set out to do. And so from here on out, I, you know, if, if I am in a situation like that, again, I actually will um, choose to not take on that particular booking. And it hasn't really happened that much. I mean, there's, there's been only, I think maybe a couple other times where I've just said, you know what, I know you're, this is not the right experience for you. I knew, I know that you're not gonna have a great time. I don't feel comfortable, um, spending your money this way. And I mean, essentially that's what it comes down to Because again, people come to me cause they, they value my, my opinion and recommendation. So again, the bad wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, again, she wasn't mad and she, and we've booked other trips since, and she's like everything else you, she's like, you know, me sometimes better than I do. And you've seen these places. So she relies on me now. So I just, again, that the bad is, you know, wasn't staying true to, you know, my whole process and obviously turned into a good, cause now I just stand a little bit firmer. Yeah. And it sounds like you, you were just, you know, trying to give her what she wanted, you know, and, but you knew it wasn't right, but right. you know, you're in that place, but I think you're right. And, and most times the, the bad stories that people share here typically do turn into good stories. And I think that was a great lesson for you and your customer, mm -hmm. because, right? Because she, now she knows too, like right. she should take your word for it. Yes. So, and there's nothing better than that kind of lesson, right? Right. Yeah. That's and, that, and that's why too, you know, uh, you know, I mentioned about relationships being, and I think this goes for any entrepreneur. It's so important because people have to, they have to like you and they have to trust you. And, she, and after that, she was like, you know what? I do trust you. And, and when people feel that way, they're only going to do more business with you. They're only going to feel happier with the outcome. And so again, I mean, relationship first, I think it just for any industry you're in just goes so far. 
I agree. A hundred percent. I agree. Well, that's amazing. So now we're going ugly. Oh yeah. The <laughs> oh ugly. yeah. The ugly. So share with us a story about the ugly part of your journey. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I hate to, to bring it back to the pandemic, but obviously the pandemic has, it has impacted everyone, it, whether you have a business, whether you have a job, whether you're a stay at home parent, I mean, everyone has been impacted this year. Um, people have, you know, lost their jobs, their freedom to travel, you know, lives have been turned upside down, you know, homeschooling kids when you've never had to do that before. Um, you know, people having to quarantine, it, it, it's just been, you know, pretty unreal. And, you know, this has been my worst year in business yet. But, um, you know, I went from doubling my business every year, gaining, you know, some very loyal clientele to going from that to literally zero overnight. And that was, you know, a really tough pill um, to swallow, you know, starting in March when everything started to close down, you know, had to start canceling trips. You know, some people at that point weren't ready to rebook. Some still aren't ready to rebook. And, you know, most people don't know, but travel agents, we actually don't get paid until people travel. So essentially have had to go almost an entire year without income. Thankfully, as I mentioned, business had been growing. I had a really stellar 2019 and we've been able to keep the agency going. And, you know, and I keep thinking to myself, you know what, we, we are going to come out of this stronger than ever. Um, it was really a, a great, I hate to say it, it's not a great reminder, but a reminder that every entrepreneurial journey, you're going to have your up years and your down years. Now, did we ever think it was going to be this bad of a down year? No. Um, but I do think if, if we can get through all of this, um, sure, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be the, you know, the uh, more bad stories and things like that, but we can really overcome um, anything. But I think just the hardest part and why it's been so ugly is seeing the disappointment and hearing the disappointment in my clients' voices and their faces, um, having to constantly be the, you know, the bearer of bad news, um, you know, that coupled with the fact that we all have had no control, you know, between, you know, again, losing that freedom to travel. And I think with the business, you know, what's been hardest on me, and I kind of almost had to go through like a mourning period is, you know, if my my business, again, it hasn't failed. We're still doing great, but it, it obviously has failed temporarily and that we're not, you know, making any money, but it wasn't of my doing. It's been completely out of my hands. And, you know, I would always think like if my business failed because of my own doing, that's on me and that's my responsibility. But I think it's just been, it's been a hard pill to swallow and it's been pretty ugly some days when I think about, you know what, like, you know, we, we can work as hard as we want and things can happen, but I also do think it's how you bounce back from it and all, and how you recover from it. And so I think that by rephrasing and rethinking through those conversations I have in my head about how bad of a year it's been and that, you know, why did this happen? Why did this happen to everyone? Why, why, um, you know, are we losing so much money, but to really be thinking like, you know what, if this is again, as bad as it gets, it's only going to go up from here. I'm only going to be making people smile more in the future. Um, I'm only going to be able to, you know, be better at what I do through getting back out and traveling and doing research and things. So again, ugly has been pretty darn ugly, but it's going to turn into something a lot prettier soon. I know it. Um, but yeah, but definitely going from doubling my business to, you know, ground zero has, has been a, a big challenge and it has been pretty ugly. 
Oh, but you know, and I, and I know I get it. And you know what, all I can think of as you're saying that is imagine how happy the people are going to be when they're finally traveling again. Like right. now you could quadruple right in 2021 right. because people have now realized how much they need that. Right? right. And that they need the break and they've been locked up at home with their whole family. Right. They're ready to go. And so I look at that and I think, you know, whatever it would have looked like in 2020, it's going to quadruple. Right. Uh, yeah. Like more people that people that didn't even travel are going to be like, I got to get out yes. of here. You well, know? And, well, and actually, and I, I just had some clients that left today um, to go to the Dominican Republic. Um, and a couple days ago were, you know, sending me some notes and they like, I get pictures of them with their suitcases out and just the, the elation in the message is like that turns all of the ugly of the year to better. And I, you know, I really look forward to just, you know, again, making that happen more and more and more and seeing people get back out there happy, getting a break from all of the challenges of the year. I think that's the biggest thing is I think everyone just needs, needs a break and whether it's near or far, but everyone taking a moment for themselves and just being able to feel like they can actually relax. I'm telling you, girl, and, and it, <laughs> I, listen, and you know, you and I've already done it. So we know like, if yes. we could just transfer that to the people, right? Yes. Like do this. It's the best thing you could do for yourself in 2021 right. is to pack your bags and go somewhere. Well, this has been such a joy to have you here. It's been so fun to talk about travel and vacation. And so, um, I have a question for you before yeah. we go one, I've actually have two, but the first Ooh. one is, um, what has been your your favorite vacation, travel vacation of your lifetime so far? Oh my goodness. I, so I, I get that question quite a bit and I tell you, I am stumped almost every time because I, you know, kind of like, as I mentioned, I feel like, you know, some trips, your purpose is because you just want to relax and be on the beach. And some of them you want adventure and you want to be moving around a lot. And I've had, I feel like so many trips of just different rhymes and reasons. And, and I feel like, Every, every country that I've gone to has something so special about it. It's hard for me um, to really pinpoint, but I would have to say um, one area I cannot wait, one area of the world I cannot wait to get back to. So I spent, this was now I think two and a half or maybe three years ago now, had the opportunity to go um, to South Africa and, you know, did a safari and got to, you know, see so many animals. And I mean, in not even, you know, Cape Town area, but also ended up going up to Zimbabwe and Zambia. And I mean, it was just incredible. The people, the things I saw and that area of the world and getting into other areas of Africa is really um, intriguing to me. So I would say that's probably top top of the list but it's hard to say that's that's the only one i've loved so many other places for so many reasons yeah that's awesome though but that's great so and that'll be a place that you get to look forward to going back to soon. yes awesome okay and my last question is um let's see i'm always like which one am i gonna give you <laughs> okay finish this sentence for me oh okay the world would be a better place if more people knew blank Ooh, the world would be a better place if more people knew, I think if more people knew that everyone struggles in their journey, whether or not you see it, and that we were all going through different things in different ways, but that's also why we all, especially I know as, as females and as women, we're all truly out there to support each other. 
And it's important to reach out to others because we all have different things going on and we may not show it out on the surface, um, but there there's things going on behind the scenes that we don't know. And you just got to reach out and there's people there to support you. I love it. Thank you so much, Samantha, for being here. And to our listeners, if you've had enough of 2020 and you are ready to vacation, be sure to reach out to Samantha at planyourperfectvacation.com. Thanks so much. And for our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business today, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.